Patrick Ali coming at you with another episode of Live on Real Estate, hanging out with CP. What's, What's up, up, buddy? We got a, This is a pretty big day. It's huge. I counted this one down from 90, what? No, probably from episode 60. You I've, did that early? I've been counting it down. DH hanging out with us, our fearless leader. What's yeah, up, buddy? Hey, good to see you. Uh, we were just talking Glad about- you guys would have me on, by the way. Hey, it's uh, nice to be on. Appreciate you hanging yeah, out yeah. with us, taking some time Jeff on your Jeff sent me an email, want to know if I was available for this week only. That's what, that's <laughs> what the email said, this week only. I'm like, right. okay, what about the other weeks? Now we're booked. No, we got we got too much. We got too yeah. much going on. And we we were uh, we were just talking about we had a really great team event last night. Yeah, it was really uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I like uh, hanging out and doing those kind of things and being able to loosen up. And um, so yeah, well, we've kind of we've gotten to the point I think with our team where um, you know there's just a lot of camaraderie. Yeah, you know it makes it fun. I think it's so. a family. Yeah, for well, sure. Yeah, it, like most families, a bit dysfunctional. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> we put the fun in dysfunction. It's good though. Oh. It's good. And uh, yeah, we had some fun. We missed you though, man. We heard you were back here. Uh, yeah, well, I need some to, business. Yeah, I, you know, someone's got to hold the fort down. So. <laughs> so you, Glad you guys had fun. You know, yeah, I was thinking about you in, in this context, because <laughs> I've known Chris a long time, is that he always has a great reason. No matter yeah. what it is, yeah. it could be most anything, right? So, like, hey, Chris, you didn't make the dinner, blah, blah, blah. You're a leader at the company. Why weren't you there? You know, I thought about yeah. firing off that text. Yeah. But I knew it would be <laughs> something about holding the fort down or something <laughs> like that. You just he's, always have your your you have ammunition. He's at all a salesman. Times. He's like a sometimes salesman. I'm left with nothing. Like you guys can undress me sometimes right. where you're like, hey, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, they're kind of right. I didn't do any of that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna wiggle out of this, but Pazzoli always has something. He's always got so something. So if I were to going go on. into an arena where I knew that there was gonna be some issues, that's the guy I'd take with me because that's he's awesome. the spin doctor. He is absolute he's doctor a, of spin. He's a one of a kind salesman, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. In in any avenue. Okay. <laughs> How do you plead? Uh, guilty. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, it's a for, blessing and a curse. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> for the for the hundredth episode, I thought it would be cool to to, to bring in. I th- you know what's funny is I think a lot of people don't realize, uh, and it's like clients. You know, we get people from Drew and Mike and TV radio and all that stuff, and they don't realize that you literally sit probably thirty feet away from most of us in the office. Yeah. They think like you're this oh, me. Yeah. They think yeah. like you're this, you know, mystical character that's on TV and yeah. that you don't actually. And then when you come into closings and stuff in our office, right. people are like, oh, it's David Hall. Yeah. It's a guy from the commercial. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, no, we work together closely yeah. every day, you know, and the TV and radio stuff is just something we kind of do in our free time. Right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's fun. What was that? So what was the mindset? By the way, it's not that mystical because like yeah. I came in this morning and yeah. was always one of the first guys I see he goes. What's up, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he re- I love the greeting. Commonly <laughs> refers to you as my brother. He goes, yeah, well, oh, your brother yeah. needs something. Yeah. Hey, I was talking to your brother the other day. That's right. I said, all right, cool. Oh, it's, it it's back to the family. Right? It's back right. to the family, yeah. yeah. Always. It, it, right, always. And, uh, you know, so for the 100th episode, I thought it would just be cool to kind of put you in the hot seat, talk to you a little bit about wow. why you started Hall, yeah. you know, what's, what's some of the things that drive you here yeah. and stuff like that. So just kind of. Kind of start with like what, how you started in the industry, and you know where that kind of led you early in your career. Well, I'll just make kind of a long story short because I I felt like I had a really good pedigree to start a company because I worked uh, thirteen years or something like that at Quicken Loans, Rock mm-hmm. Financial Quicken Loans, and I worked five years at United Shore, so I kind of you know was around a bunch of good stuff for twenty years. Yeah, to see how it goes, and then so I started Hall Financial and. Um, always kind of wanted to own my own business. I don't even know why, you know, we all want to do things. And then, uh, it, but we went through a lot of ups and downs. I mean, the first two years I learned a lot and 
we're not today who we were at the beginning, Absolutely. you know? So right. it's just an interesting thing when, you know, you kind of thought I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And to some degree I did, but a lot of things I didn't know exactly yeah. what, 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 what we should be. And I think who we are today is, you know, uh, a lot different than what I thought it would be when we started. Well, so, what, I, what I think is interesting is uh, for you too, and something that I've been able to over the last couple of years that I've been here is that, you're great. What you're really great at is putting people in the right positions for success. And I think that that ultimately drives your business in a positive direction. Well, this is what I tell people all the time, and I'm serious. And I think it's very unique because people, when I tell them what I'm about to tell you yeah. right now, I don't think they either don't believe me or they think it's very odd that I feel this way. But I really feel like what I wanted to do with Hall Financials, I wanted to create a platform so that people could succeed. Yeah. And so if you have a lot of people succeeding on your platform, you're going to succeed as right. the owner, right? So it's like I don't I don't have any desire to like run the whole thing or tell mm-hmm. everybody what to do. I I, I, I kind of feel like I did that in the yeah. past. I like to just create a, a platform where a lot of people can have success and get raises and grow yeah. and, and financially do well and have fun. And we can just have a fun company where – it's not really dependent on me, and I'm not making all the decisions. Where did, that, that, well, where did that come from? Did that come from, like, you know, wanting to fix things that you were seeing in companies that, you know, over that time? Because I think that this industry, you find – you can find people on both ends of the spectrum, people that are super passionate about it, people yeah. that don't, don't give a shit at all. So the, was it more or less trying to find and fix those mistakes that you were seeing, or I just I don't know I just um, I, I feel you know I worked a lot of hours yeah. in the past at a lot of different companies that I worked at and put in a lot of time and I'm grateful for all that it was a smart move for me but just as I got older um, I don't know I just I just feel it's just what I want to do yeah. you know I don't I don't want to necessarily spend all day telling everybody what to do and how to do it it's just not really ever been my thing I was a I've always been a high delegator so. I just think it's fun to have an, an organization where a lot of people can succeed in different ways, but all work together. Yeah, something about that's appealing to me. Yeah, I've no, always I liked mean, teams. It's, it's you it's, have the it's, most it's, insight too. It's by the the way, so. Yeah, well, it's the ideal platform, right? I mean, it's the ideal scenario because yes, because you have a ton of experience. You could put yourself, position yourself in the trenches, and you could every minute of every day make this decision, that decision, you know, but. Would that be any fun for you? Right. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. after, after doing it for this long, right. it, it probably would come natural because you. I actually recall in the day when you did <laughs> used to kind of do that, and I would watch from across the room like, that guy's fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? But, yeah. like, I don't know. I, so Chris I, has I great totally perspective because we basically worked together our yeah. whole careers. Yeah. You know, not, not together, but we started at the same time. We grew up the same way, and <laughs> – so just like having somebody, you know, for instance, like him on the team, he's one of our older guys here, yeah. right? But he's, oh. but his experience is valuable to everybody here, and he kind of brings a steady hand. And we got young yeah. guys like yourself that can learn from him. So the whole right. thing, the yeah. dynamic of the, of the team, I think is cool. And I don't know, I just don't don't really want to do what everybody else is doing. I guess, right. and hopefully we're a little bit different. And I think that we all share in common that we're trying to really create a service right. business in an industry that's not known for service. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of our cool mission. Especially not I guess. anymore. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, and, and it, it shows, it reflects too, because, you know, obviously a lot of us have friends that are in the industry still or at different companies and, you know, everybody brags about what they do and how much their business are writing and stuff. We really truly have a, a very, very, very successful business. I think a lot of that's built off that. And it goes back to putting the right people in place. If you have the right sales guys and the right leadership team to yeah. lead them along the way. And even from, you know, even Dan, 
all the way up to Dan Majeski. It's like all the way down to I say me because I'm like the I feel like I'm the low man in the Pretty room much, right now. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but working your way out of the basement, working my way, working my way out. Um, uh, and then all the way to like our marketing team. Yeah. I mean, I think we have a great marketing team, and our social is is insane. And uh, I just think that it makes for a good business, but. When you do have those times where it seems like stuff's tough or you're budgeting or you're in these meetings where you're talking about, you know, finances of the company and stuff, how do you still wake up every morning and be so passionate about this, about what you're doing? I just I don't know. I, I think that, you know, optimism is in a lot of ways you either condition yourself to have it or you don't. Yeah. You know, and I think that I'm just always optimistic. I, I you know, I, I got interviewed the other day and I said something that I didn't really realize until I said it. And I thought, I don't know, it stuck with me is that. I have a real sense of how short life is. And I think that that sense that I have of how short of a time we're here just creates a passion about everything that I like to do. You know, I yeah. want to win golf tournaments. I want to win in business. I want to help young people to achieve things. You know, somebody yeah. like yourself or even Toby, who's like a new guy here. I want to see you guys do great because it's like we don't have a lot of time here. Yeah. You know, and I, something about that, it, it like is always kind of with me to some degree. And it's not a morbid thought. It's just more of a sense of urgency thought right. about we got to get going on things. I think people like, you know, wait and wait and wait and wait to do things and they never do anything. Right. Um, so I just have a bias towards action. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you know, we're talking about how wonderful our team is and um, and that's all true. The one thing if I could do one thing, I would just like touch every single person that that works here with us and i would want them to take even more ownership yeah you know what i mean because I, I think when you have all people that take a lot of ownership in the and not that we don't because yeah. a lot of people do take ownership but mm -hmm. i would just like to see that elevated yeah. you know yourself included jess yeah you know, especially the younger people here you yeah. know nathan Mosier's done great things here oh, yeah, and he he's taking more ownership i want him to take more you well, know what i mean it's cool too to be on you know especially on the team that i'm on now with foz it's like you know, I feel like he he a few short years ago was in the same position I'm in now. Yeah. You know, and and it it it's a funny or it's a good perspective that you think that way because it kind of puts you in the present in what you're doing. And you know, I think that that's something that we do a lot as we grow in sales or we grow in business is that you just have this mindset of what's the next thing or how do I get better? Yeah. And that's something that's tough for, I think, newer guys, the well, younger younger generation, but just newer guys in general to really understand because there's a lot of freedom here too. Yeah. So it's hard. Right. Yeah, and the freedom, you know, should be, it should be cherished. Yeah. You should try 25 different things, you know, because – 24 of them aren't going to work. Yeah. And and it's rare that you have that freedom to try those things. And I think that's kind of what David is saying is like, don't be afraid to take a chance or yeah. try or bring an idea or put a proposal together to say, here's what I want to do. I want to try, you know, expanding my business in this space. And yeah. here's, here's how, here's how I want to put it together. Yeah. Um, what I think that's funny that you mentioned that. So I used to, I would email David every once in a while ideas that I had and be like, Hey, what if we did this or what if, have we thought about this or has this happened yet? And the whole we talk about the whole insurance debacle later. Oh, uh, that's, a, that's an episode. <laughs> it's an episode. That could be the 200th episode. <laughs> Patrick and the insurance debacle. Forgot about that. Maybe maybe I should retract my statement. Right. So you know, I'd email him and stuff. And at first, it was really frustrating because I'm like, every time I get an email back, it's okay. Well, how are you going to do that? Or why? Why do you think we need to do it? And it makes you think. It makes you have to sit back yeah. and think. And I think that that's why. Most of the ideas that are that are presented here now and, and are put into play work so well is because you've kind of 
develop this mindset of, okay, I have to figure out how to make it, break it, and perfect it before it's even something that we implement or we talk about it. Yeah. I think it's super, super important. Well, something that they that I think they should teach in school, and Chris and I grew up, uh, you know, kind of at Rock Financial uh, way back in the 90s. One of the most impactful things to me, because I was always an idea guy. Yeah. As a young guy, I had lots of ideas of all these things I was going to do. It doesn't matter. None of them. Yeah. Everybody's got lots of ideas. What matters is can you make your idea great and yeah. execute on that right. idea? Yeah. And we learned that, you know, in our early days when yeah. we were in our 20s. And that was kind of a tough lesson for me because I was like, well, wait a second. I'm an idea guy, and you're telling me my ideas don't really matter. Not not that they they only matter if you can right. execute on them. You right. know what I mean? So lots of people in the world are running around with all these great ideas. I get calls all the time. People want me to invest in their business or yeah. something different with some great idea. Well, I need to feel like very, very confident that somebody can execute mm-hmm. on whatever that is. And that's yeah. where the rubber meets the road. And yeah. that I think that's a huge lesson for anybody who's you know listening to the podcast that's younger, that's thinking – you know, I got all these great ideas and I'm going to do all this stuff. I mean, I, that's cool. That's, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But, like, which ones can you make awesome? Right. Because otherwise it doesn't matter. And, and on the other side of that statement, too, uh, you know, on my side is, like, you really need to sit back and think about it. You know, because it is tough. You can write. You're absolutely right. You can write 24, do 24 different things and only 23 of them actually pan out. Or, yeah. uh, you know, don't work and one of them pan out. But it's because that process or that is so thought out and it plays to your strengths so well yeah. that it's just it's more impactful yeah. i think overall i was at this uh conference out in uh san francisco with all these smart guys and one of the guys had been at the beginnings of apple and so he had like a lot of great stuff to say and uh just some interesting insight but the one thing that he stuck that stuck with me that he said that they used to talk about all the time and he put it on the screen is that if you aren't embarrassed by your first launch then you mm-hmm. launch too late like so, in really? other words, like mm-hmm. your first launch of anything that yeah. you do, you should look back on it and you should be like, oh, "That was that wasn't really that great, right?" Because you're you're iterating on that idea. Yeah. Right? So, in other words, like if I think about the beginnings of our company, it's like we did a lot of things that were okay, but like yeah. not like we do today. So we look at it today and we're like, we wouldn't do any of that the yeah. way that we did it then if because of the experience that you pick up along the way. So. You know, if you're not embarrassed by your first launch, then that means you launched too late because mm. you should have like some things that happen where you're like, eh, can't believe we did that. You know what right. I mean? That's yeah. all part of the launch. Yeah. But then you got to keep iterating on it to make it great. And yeah. what most people do is they just get down about the way it is and then they can never recover and then they don't improve right. it. And so, um, you know, it's just all about keep swinging, keep yeah. going at it. Yeah, it, you've got that. You got the insurance debacle. Right? Yeah, in, in your, as of he this, can yeah. make it. He can make <laughs> it something great yeah. in the future. I, so, you know, the funny thing is because <laughs> good we, point. We had this conversation last night that I'm a very pa- we found out I'm a very patient person. Yes. Okay. And so we talked about the, the well. Let me let me tell the story. Chris, okay. Because you'll like this. <laughs> so we're all sitting at the table. There's like 20 of us, and the guys taking orders, and you know. You know me, I'm like very eager to give the guy my order and get the whole thing going because yeah. I want to get some food coming in the whole <laughs> right, thing. Right. And Patrick eager. can just he can just sit there. He'll hmm. wait for the guy. He will wait. And it's a gift because like right. you know, I almost have this anxiousness about me that oh. I'm ready to get the food oh, well, going. Well aware. Yeah. yeah, you know about it. So I told Patrick, this guy could come, take everybody's order, miss you, oh. go back, get the food, bring it out, and you'd be okay with it. You'd be like, Hey, no problem, man. Yeah. That's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, I, so I told him he's Mr. Patience. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm very patient. My wife will tell you the same thing. I'm too hmm. patient sometimes. Too patient. It's yeah, good. so That's good. I wasn't. Well, we'll talk. patience is a good thing, yeah. right? In spurts, <laughs> virtue even. Um, 
Although what, they say um, that one of the top qualities of great CEOs is impatient for results. So just keep yeah. that in mind. Okay, good. I'll keep that. So, I'll write that down. Okay. Well, we've, you know, we've touched on, you know, kind of some of the, the humble beginnings, if you will, mm-hmm. and sort of the rise to, you know, above mediocrity. Is this um, where we're going to talk well, about your influence? No, 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 yeah. no. no, no, no. <laughs> because when you I'm got here, is when everything <laughs> turned around, we've talked about it. No, I am far more, far too humble for that. One Listen, year ago. Um, it's yeah. almost I want to know where we're going. No, I want to know where we're going. Yeah. Know what's coming yeah. What next. does the future look like? You guys tell me. I just told you I created the platform. Agree, now we got to rock it we, out. Yeah, but part uh, you need to be you part have visionary. Part visionary. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think that the biggest things to me is I want to hit a thousand five star reviews this year because that means yeah. from our. Cl- I mean, the whole thing is what do our clients think about what we're doing? Yeah. It doesn't really matter what we even th- we can think. I mean, do we not think a lot of times that? Um, we're fumbling over things or maybe making some mistakes or whatever. But if our clients think we're doing yeah. great, that's the most important thing. True. Like if we think we're great and our clients don't, it doesn't matter what right. we think. Right. And so when I start thinking about a thousand reviews, we're at 722, Jess? Yeah, what is it? 723. 723. Oh, nice. So I want to get to a thousand by the end of this year because I want us to have a thousand clients that thought that they had five star service. And then I want to I want to get to 10,000 in the future. Yeah. I want to have 10 thousand five-star reviews from clients because i think if somebody says to me you know why should i go with you or are your rates competitive or are your costs high or low or how long does it take you to close i say i have ten thousand five-star reviews it answers yeah. the whole question yeah. nobody we're not gonna get ten thousand five-star reviews by having slow service high rates high cost right i mean right we're, we're obviously very competitive and we're focused on the consumer if we have ten thousand reviews so that's what i'm totally focused on now the strategies and everything that we're going to do to get there. I mean, I think we'll continue to get more and more real estate business because of how fast we are and the yeah. way that we interact with them. Uh, so I think that the exact strategy of how yeah. we get to where we want to go, we're always going to debate and tweak and as right. we go along. But we want to super serve the real estate community, and we want our clients to rave about I don't want clients to say, yeah, Hall was good. I want them to rave yeah. to people mm-hmm. about how good it was. And they're like, because, and we get those emails all the time, mm-hmm. which yeah. I'm, the mo- that's the most proud of thing that uh, in the business, aside from seeing people succeed here, is when we get these emails where people are literally like out of their minds about how it went. And Jess yeah. sees them all. She knows how good they are. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think there's something. That, I think there's something said about getting a, a five star review from somebody. You know, it's like the ultimate thank you. you. We've had people, you know, and everybody here that has done mortgage. You've had people sit across from the table. They're crying because it's their first home, yeah. and you know, people, you're saving them so much money. They're so touched and moved. But to actually have that, I think, put into the universe, you know, and they yeah. had to take the time, the extra time, even though the transaction's over, the extra time to go on and tell people about you. Yeah, I always think that that's like the best. That's like the best feeling in the world. That's it. Mm-hmm. We do need to don't I, I can't believe we're gonna have a hundred episode without talking about the Pazoli effect. Did we the have Hall to talk financial about it. Let's, business. Talk about it. Let's talk about it. I mean, <laughs> you break it down. In I mean, nutshell, you bring right? it up all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, July of last year, yeah. com- company kind of limping along, yeah. right? I mean, you know, doing okay. We'll say uh, this is his own narrative, infuse, Toby. Just so you know, infuse a little bit of experience, expertise. You know, maybe yeah. a little bit of uh, know-how in certain areas. Oh God, and you know, and shenanigans. Some sh- a lot of yep. shenanigans and then and a little <laughs> condescending attitude at times. Yep, yep. and 
you know, lo and behold, profitability yeah. starts <laughs> through the roof. Inching up yeah. and inching up, and it's, you know, I don't know. More five-star reviews, yeah, more everything. Me, yeah, mean, <laughs> it's no coincidence. It's the not, man walks on the scene. and It's hard to, hard to argue. Yeah, it is. And all Toby can do, <laughs> one of our newest team members, Toby's hanging out with us, so all he can do is back and just, he's shaking his head like, that's bullshit. Yeah, right. No, no, no. He knows it. He no. can tell. Is it's it a convincing argument. Thing. Is Should it true? I just, I want to, I want to ask a question. Is it true, CP, that you used to go and, like, turn off their their light or whatever uh when you're at when you're at rock this is old yes this is a, a known fact but yes back <laughs> at rock financial there were the app calls came through what are called chimes so yeah. when the phone rang they were actually um it was an overhead speakers, system yeah. speakers in the ceiling that <laughs> amplified the sound of the phone <laughs> and david's team worked in a different part of the building in fact they were upstairs in some yeah. additional space that we leased yes. um and, and this so is in southfield no, no, this, this is, is in, in Rochester, Auburn, Auburn, Auburn Hills, Hills yeah. right? Yeah. And so I would arrive to the office very, very early, which I still <laughs> which do. I don't remember that. Which I still do. Uh, <laughs> I think it was late night on his way home. Yeah, he came in at ten a.m. ten a.m. this morning. Mm-hmm. Goes, I got to go to the Tigers game. Got to be out by noon. Right. And so <laughs> I, get I this would then up. go upstairs into the suite where nobody was. <laughs> yeah. And I would grip, get a chair, stand up on it. Take there was a volume on these speakers, yeah. and I would turn the volume off, so that when the app calls rang. David's team wouldn't hear that. <laughs> that's called sabotage. Yes. Right. That's what that's I called. find that hard sabotage. to believe that he woke up and was in the office before you, though. You know, it, there's a lot of um, sort of hyperbole to the story, but <laughs> the, the basic foundation of he and I going at it is what the basis of the story yeah, is, right? Awesome. A general, like, sort of a like-dislike relationship yeah. is what we had because there were times when we would really get along sort of chummingly, right. and there were other times where it was a pure disdain. <laughs> Yeah. So where and that, that was one of those. Yeah. But where does that come from now to today? Because I remember when you first came in, I knew that, you know, obviously you guys had a relationship in the past. Uh-huh. And Dan knew who you were and stuff like that. Right. So I think that what drew over, you back? Well, I think over time, you know, they, like David said, I mean, there was a there was a there was always a mutual, I think, admiration, I guess I'd call it. Um, but a friendship. Yeah. You know, and there was a lot of jabs, but they were always mostly pretty friendly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean. I don't know. I knew what you guys were doing, and when I had an opportunity to to start looking around to to do something differently, David was one of the first people I contacted. Yeah, Yeah. it was just that simple. It was a no brainer. Just we had had a lot of history, and we always had kind of this interesting relationship. But it was always good. You know, it was never there was never anything. But it was it was we did kind of like fight like brothers back in the day. Uh, but I think as we both like matured, you know, we were in our twenties then, and we're yeah, in our forties now. It's a little different. You just yeah, saw yeah, this company kinda, just limping along. Well, you kind of mellow out. Yeah, that's the other thing. I'm like, hey, <laughs> if you need need some help, I gotta go help Paul. I gotta go help. Gotta bail him out again. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, you know, I I'm I think this is a really good episode. I think I think, hundredth, I think it's pretty good for the hundredth episode. That's way too much about me, but way too. Yeah. That's okay. We'll talk. About, You're we'll part do, of the show, right? When we do a two hundredth episode, you know, we should think about what we're going to talk about then because we should have the goals in mind of what we want to say that we accomplish by then okay. although the general banter is probably better for the audience right, right. Well, right. well we'll pull out of this we'll pull out some we we'll pull out some stats yeah we'll maybe put them in the uh we'll get the numbers the guy on it you know you got to get the get, numbers get guy. The, <laughs> get the, the numbers guy he's the numbers guy yeah and then yeah that's a good idea then we'll do uh we'll do like a recap yeah. at that time i, I love no it maybe we'll play some segments from this show just really appreciate you having me on this week Right, yeah. Very well. not to be mistaken with next week or the week after <laughs> or any other shows I'm not invited to. You're very welcome. Okay, you're thank welcome. You. Yeah. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. 
DH. A lot of fun. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for giving us some insights. You guys are doing a great job with the show. Thank you. Let's keep it going. Get information out there to people that want it. It is different sitting on this side and having you sit on that side. Normally, I'm in that seat. Yeah. Okay. We're changing it up. I like it. I yeah. like mm-hmm. it. That's good. Mm-hmm. CP, We're thanks evolving. for hanging out. Okay. I love it. All right. Well, that's uh, that's episode number 100. DH is out is out of the building already. Literally. See? <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> See ya. Uh, that's another episode in the books. Uh, I'm Patrick Ali, and this is Live on Real Estate. We'll see you next time.